I love it so much. <laughs> too much. I, I thought I would, but like I, I don't think I do. Good lineup, folks. And a new couch. Welcome back to Buckle Up Baby. Season two? Season two. Hey, yeah, let's call it season two. I think so. Yeah. You know, in the content creation world, in the creator economy, <laughs> there's no such thing as seasonal breaks. But we took one. In television, you have season one, season two. It's so funny, they're all going to start to mirror each other eventually. Like, all the new stuff people consume is going to start to become, like, the old stuff people For used sure. to consume. But it's good. We took a little break. End yeah. of summer, we kept saying, hey, should we throw this up? Should we throw this up? And we're like, let's just give it a second. Because yeah. I think... I know for me, I personally have this fear of, of like, for so long not having something that I wanted to have, like mm-hmm. a podcast or something, and stopping it for me would feel like, or taking a break, I, I'm just afraid of falling back into the lull of non-productive, because I am familiar with that. Yeah. But, having said that, healthy breaks are good. How you feeling? I needed it. I was, um, I think I started off a year ago really being, like, a pushing up against the, you know, the whole promotion thing on Reels and TikToks and all that. I just wanted to sit with two microphones. I didn't even know we were going to do video at first. Mm. And I was, like, very skeptical of it and not into it. Yeah. And I, I actually think I've, I've like, come full circle with, like, remaining not into it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think my life is... I don't think I'm better off than I was a year ago. Having... I like doing the podcast and I like making the reels. The constant checking of the numbers and the the like the addiction that I feel to all of it. I don't like I I'm 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 out on it. I don't like it. I'm gonna respond to your point and yeah. I'm also gonna do a tech check. Hey. Hey. Yo. Okay. So it's coming through. Um to your point. Mm-hmm. You're saying you're not better off than you were a year ago in a particular regard. In, in, in just the way I feel constantly, that's all I mean. <laughs> Good. No, my, my general feeling of like, like I, I, I realized towards the end of summer, like I'm like, I'm like, don't like the way I feel. Right. Um, and I think part of it has to do with, with this whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching, and that's a wrap on season well, two. We've just. Well, came- you know, it's funny because originally the whole thing of podcast was like, let's have long in-depth conversations that don't have to be about sound bites and clips and mm. all that. And now it's just about how do we get a sound button? How do we get a clip? And how do we promote this? And how do we turn this into a minute-long thing? And it's like, um, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I like editing video. Yeah. That's what I like. And I like learning about the ecosystem because I think it's important. But, but yeah, I don't, I don't like everything else that comes with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it sounds like also there's, there's, there's like a a difference between you like doing the podcast, mm-hmm. you like the conversation, and you like having the podcast. Right. But this beast element to it that's necessary to be fed to grow the podcast is the hard thing to grapple with. It's not so much the beast, it's it's the it's the feeling, it's the constant feeling of um of like not enoughness. It's not enough yet. It's not enough yet. It's not enough yet. Like, um, like views, but grow. Like it's, it's, Uh it's not, it's not art. It's not art. It's not fulfilling in that sense where like, um, the, the promise of social media and like doing your own podcast and independent media is like, you don't have to deal 
with those feelings. You're investing in yourself and all the effort you put in is you're investing in yourself. I feel like I'm investing in Instagram. I feel like I'm investing in TikTok. I'm not, I don't get the enrichment and the fulfillment of like building an asset that I, mm. that I feel proud and good about and, and ownership over. I, I, I just simply don't feel it. Like I, I wish I did. I thought I would. Mm-hmm. And like when I look at our Instagram page or whatever, like I don't, I don't get like a good feeling from it. Really? For the most part, yeah. And I, I thought I would, but like I, I don't think I do. I don't think I do. Oh, this got this got more awkward than I expected. <laughs> well, it's well, it, it's a necessary thing to 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 grow it. I mean, it, the same way where like if you own your own business, you don't like doing payroll, mm-hmm. but you have to do it. Yeah. Um. But 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 no one says like you know what you're gonna love payroll. Mm-hmm. Like just put the time in, and you're gonna end up loving payroll. So which parts of it are you fulfilled and proud by, if any? I, and which parts are you not? What are you talking about? I like about? the practice of every week getting together and committing to creating something. Mm-hmm. I like um, the creative process of of taking, like, a long clip and trying to find only the parts that matter. It's, like, a very precise degree right. and, and creating a reel. Right. Um, I don't like, then, when I put the reel up, everything that comes after. Ah. Of, like, of checking it. Tagging it, like, okay, how come we only got 200 views? How come, like, oh, how come this one got 10,000 views and this one got 2,000 views? What am I doing wrong? What's it about? Like, right. I don't like, I don't like the feeling of like I'm sitting at dinner and and every 30 seconds I'm refreshing the page to see if we got more views. Oh, I completely agree with that. Yeah, I didn't think you were saying that. I thought you're like, I'm not uh, proud of this body of work. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't mean that. I, I because the in body that case, of work. <laughs> but, but no, I am. I yeah. love the body of work. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you where I'm at. Okay. But I'm actually in. The, I, I didn't think you were saying that, so I'm glad I asked yeah. again. No, but that's important. It's like um, yeah, that's more like put the phone down and once you've posted it, you've right. won. So that's what we did for the last two weeks. I mean, yeah. except for the creative part, but just sort of like um, I I hit Instagram on my phone, so like yeah. I can't check it every. Yeah, you have yeah. like a. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Do I'm bad. Enough I'm bad with it. You. Ha- I mean, the fact that you have to go to that extreme. Like you've deleted Instagram several times and then redown. Yeah. You've done but, this, but, but I'm but I'm also like I check I check which, which I go to Spotify and check the new episodes of podcasts every yeah. every hour. Like oh, I, like I'm just bad with my. Phone. I didn't. I mean, I thought I'm bad too. I'm bad because even when I try to take a break, I, I sometimes just can't do it. Yeah. and I'm addicted. And when I find that if I'm still like blinking from morning uh, sleep in my eye, and every blink is still a TikTok video, uh-huh. like before I've even thought about anything else. That's bad. So we're talking about content addiction and metrics addi- well, no, addiction. Content creator addiction. Well, yeah. Addi- well, you're also addicted to the content itself as a consumer. You said you check Spotify. So that's re- it's it's addiction True. to the whole yeah. beast. Yeah. It has a hold on us. But the creator. You've been captured. Be- yeah. For yeah. you, it's you've yeah. been in it. I, I preceded this a little bit yeah. before, right. so I kind of went through that a little. But I understand what you're talking about. You're ca- you feel captured. I feel I've uh, captured as as like a prisoner. Yeah, not, captured yeah, no, yeah. in a bad way. Yeah. Like you feel captured. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's that double edged sword. I think it's also like I try real hard to. This is a huge debate. Don't care about the numbers. Don't care about how many, how many followers you have. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, but Gary, <laughs> you have to at some point. Like, if nothing's happening, then you don't have anything. Right. Right. But don't care. But it's all dependent on an right. audience. That's what makes right. it exist. Right. But it's don't like, care. Yeah. Don't care, but you have to change what's not working. But right. I think the, the, the then like final answer on top of all of that in that debate that squashes it is if you don't care for long enough, you'll get what you want. Mm-hmm. I think. And it's, it's showing with me. Like I recently had a video over this past weekend 
that has exploded. I don't know why. I checked my phone. I posted like I do every other whatever. And my Instagram has been at a certain amount of followers, let's say. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and then it started dipping down. You think it hurts to not grow. Imagine like followers start just like dipping. That's what happens to our account also. Yeah, it goes up and down. But yeah. it, but it's at a but pretty yeah, small yeah, amount yeah, now yeah. that it doesn't quite notice. Right. All of a sudden you're like, I'm going down. <laughs> and you're just like, okay. <laughs> you start like opening good. it. You're like, hmm, there you go. But then all of a sudden, after a long, long, long time, a video just starts to explode. And I get like a few thousand followers in just the last few days from a mm-hmm. video that's hit almost 8 million views in, in, in the span of a, I posted maybe on a Friday. It's now Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. Having said that, how does that feel? Like, not necessarily euphoric. It feels good. I'm like, oh, cool. Gives me a cool refresher, a cool little boost. And then you kind of move on. Mm-hmm. The point being... Um, I don't know. No, the point being, what were we talking Not about? Not caring before? for for a long time. Yeah, that if I if if I kept letting. Then I sent you a video I recently, not to get off topic, sort of on the same topic of like 90% of podcasts fail after episode three, right? And then the next t- top 10% of podcasts that succeed make it to 30. We're at episode 40! Oh, hey. <laughs> this is 40. This is 40, season two. Yeah. So I'm just saying, if you do things for long enough, one thing that's been proven to me over and over again is like the whole Gary V patience thing and yeah. persistence and not letting those metrics stop you will eventually get you all the things you want if you keep going. Because the more you go, you said this in one of the clips you posted, like the people who succeed are the people who put it in the longest for the longest amount of time and keep improving right, more than the, the people longest. who might have some sort of natural knack or ability. It's yeah. like they, they're willing to go through that grind and unpleasantness that you're talking about, grappling with the side effects. Yeah. I think what you're talking about is also like you're, ta- you're doing something that's, he- that's good for you creatively, but yeah. it has negative side effects. Um, like this is a, it's a pretty severe side effect yeah. to deal with the, con- the addiction of looking at metrics and views and constantly been gnawing at you. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, th- I think my, my problem is more like, um, I, I mean, yes, yes, but the more interesting part of it, I think, is the conversation around social uh, content creators. There's the myth that it's like taking control of your future and your work and your and all that. Oh. But I, I, I think that part part of the empty feeling mm-hmm. is that you is that you're part of an ecosystem that's giving you nothing back. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna look back on all this in, in whatever, ten, twenty years and be like, Oh yeah, that whole content I mean I, that whole content creation <laughs> phase. This. Yeah, I've said this from the very beginning. The mm-hmm. whole content creation phase was was wild and unhealthy and I can't believe people were like doing it for that right. long. Like um, it's 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 being it's being part of sort of like a lie, mm. like like selling subprime mortgages or whatever. Like it's like you're I'm, you're just part of this un- unhealthy ecosystem, and I just been thinking a lot about that. Well, what if five years from now mm-hmm. I'm being hypothetical but manifesting? Mm-hmm. We had a, p- a Patreon page that was generating fifteen to thirty thousand dollars a month in fan supported revenue of what we were doing. Good question. I- Would it all be an illusion and a lie then? Yeah, we would we would just be of the small number that worked out, but it doesn't mean that that fa- that phase of of the podcast. I mean, was for you, <clears throat> did you would you have felt a part of something? In other words, like it's not like we do things indefinitely just as a hobby that takes up all this time. Mm-hmm. It's like eventually the reason I feel invested in it is because I think we have something right. of value to offer, right. and it's gaining in value and quality in right. all the different ways I like to see. Yeah. It. And it has these unpleasant side effects you're talking about, but as long as I categorize them as side effects. And that the main thing I'm focused on is building something valuable mm-hmm. and fulfilling, <clears throat> then I'll have to put up with that. Because worse than that for me would be like, oh, the idea of a podcast would be so good in my head and just sits there. And I have no 
creative productivity to show for it. Is it a side effect though? If if that's the main thing that you're getting from it, I mean, it's not m- the main m- thing. Most people don't find success through these platforms, right? So it's it's only a tiny few that it's actually affecting in like a really positive way. Of they of they grow a career through it. Um, I would say Tens most of most of people, people don't just put become in the- sick. What's that? Tens of millions of people, hundreds of millions of people just sort of become sick from it. Yeah, but most of the people participating in these platforms aren't trying to be creators professionally. But but of the creators. I'm, I'm talking about I'm just talking about the creators. So just of the creators who, yeah. who are successful or who are trying to be. Of all the people trying to do it, yeah. A very small fraction. How do you know actually that? Were, I, I assume. I assume it's not everybody. I you mean think most people who, who try to be creators like make money. I think people who put in the time and grow something that yeah. we've seen and come across yeah. aren't aren't Yeah, but that's yeah, but that's like the self-selecting successful people. I but but what what's the but to me the common thread in all those people I've seen is they have put in the hours and the work. Yeah. Not like they've been selected by the people following them yeah. and through products of their own will and effort. Yeah. For the most part, to me if anything, pre all this existing, it wasn't the case that the hardest working person won. A lot of it was nepotism, maybe connections, luck, all those things. And this has limited a lot of that because a lot of it yeah. is in your control. It's limited. Yeah, it hasn't. It hasn't so, eliminated it, but it hasn't. Eliminated. Eliminated. It can't. You yeah. can't possibly eliminate it. But yeah. I think a lot of the answer to your question is compared to what? It's like yes, it still has elements of those things and elements of that burnout and yeah. the elements of negativity that come with exerting yourself to this effect. And putting in these hours and and That's everything not- and everything being quantified and metric and values value being uh, you know correlated directly with how yeah. many views, how many subs, how many this. But for people who are smart and savvy and are working really hard, like there's never been a time where you have as much control yourself through your own efforts yeah. to do it. Right. As so, ever. so that's what I think part of the myth is is that is that it's a meritocracy where like a lot of it's not a meritocracy and a yeah, lot so. of it's um. I mean, there, there's this whole um. Uh, scandal right now with youtube that that like like top youtube creators are sort of banding together to um to like uh protest against youtube for like favoritism on the homepage or mm-hmm. whatever like that is that's not a meritocracy that's like youtube corp you know part of google of some course sort of, yeah uh, but like th- there's like that that's the part of it i think that's that's difficult that the myth is that it's a meritocracy but really you're not you're not you're not failing succeeding just based on the quality of your content you're failing succeeding based on a ton of things that instagram just decides to do and like it's 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 just not that different than like working at a bank or like like it's it's the same like empty dead feeling of like going to work like um for a blind corporation that doesn't care about you it's um but the myth is like no you're going to work for yourself and you're investing in yourself and if you put the time in and the work in and and they're good enough then mm-hmm. you'll succeed but I, 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 my experience hasn't been that. Yeah, we've been doing it since last summer, yeah. like for the for the year. Your yeah. experience might be different. Well, look, I'm coming from a slightly different yeah. position. I, I, I did this yeah. like once before, but, and yeah. I didn't like end up. I'm not at some like you know paradise, yeah. but I've just seen how it happens in a way that's pretty real. I, I'm not mad that we don't have millions of views. It's not a disappointment. In, but if in we our did, would success. you say this claim? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's the same thing whether you're successful or it's, not. It, it's, it's a lot better if you're making money off yeah. it, but it's still the same thing. The same thing that... It's, it, you're, still, you're still involved in the same sort of poisonous system that eventually 
sort of poisons you also. And do you think it's this pre- mindset, this think this mindset of yours is what holds you back creatively on things when you get caught up in this spiral um, of thinking? It could. I don't think I'm wrong, though. It's a matter of, like, what do you want, right? Like, out of any endeavor, there's always a system in place. You're, 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 you're trying to, like, make stuff that uh, people resonate with mm-hmm. and connect with, hopefully, yeah. so that it can sustain you. But, can you but t- that comes at some, some cost. But can you talk about the ecosystem without bringing it to a place of, like, I have to, I have to blind myself to it so my attitude doesn't get, like, No, I'm just saying, if, let's, say you could, let's say in an ideal world, how would it be different? And more conducive to something you would vibe with. Um, that's a good question. I guess if it was more decentralized and and more of a meritocracy, I don't know. I don't know. Like a a, a healthier. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anyone's built it yet. I, I just like I heard Bill Burr once talking to some comic who was like, uh, it was like a woman comic, female mm-hmm. comic who was like, "Can women be funny?" He was like, "Yeah, of course, of course." What kind of question is that? What What are you talking about? And she was saying, well, you know, a lot of people, she started like sort of complaining that, you know, we, there's been this ceiling for women in comedy. He's like, dude, you know what, dude, I'm just tired of it. Write your own horse shit and hopefully people respond to it. All right. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're all eating out of the same shit sandwich here. It's like, we're all sitting around, Mm -hmm. right? Nobody knows who anybody is yet. All things being equal. And so you got to do something, right? You got to put stuff out there. In this world that we're in, I mean, it's a lot of, for me, it's like, I don't disagree with you on the existence of these things, but it's also like compared to what? Like, how much control do you want? I see, you know, like, as opposed to going to some big tech, whatever, and being a a peg in a system, which Mm you're claiming we are, far less so than most other systems out there. Being a free entrepreneur, no one tells you where to go, what to do, what to be. It's like, you're your own, you know what I mean? Like, so I I take, I don't take that part for granted. It's just that it takes a longer investment of time, yeah. and it, you have to just contend with those unpleasantries, just like you said, payroll. Yeah. But it's like, compared to what else? I mean, there's not, you know, it's, to me, in, a, in pre all the social yeah. media stuff, you had to go to auditions and prove yourself over and over again. And forget about getting likes and views. You just thought you sucked for 30 years mm-hmm. or 20 years, 15, whatever it was, until somebody in some position of power very, very real position of power, like a casting agent or something, said to you, okay, I think you might feel right for this role. And talk about a few people that got selected. How many people didn't get selected in those cases? It was only the few people who got through those gatekeepers yeah. that were able to get some sort of opportunity to showcase their creativity. I, so it's like, here, you can get feedback. In, we know this right away. The question is then the dopamine effects of that and getting addicted to that cycle yeah. is a dangerous yeah. thing to watch out for. Right. I'm not coming at this as a content creator. I'm coming at it more from like a tech. It's just an interesting conversation that I don't think a lot of people are having. Really? Because I'm bored as fuck. No, I <laughs> yeah, No, like the, the conversation is like the content, the creator economy is so great. And like, I think the conversation that we have sometimes is, is the creator economy so great? Like, I, I don't think enough people are talking about it. I definitely think it's great, but I'm also... Uh, I, uh, I, uh, I think it is for the most part pretty great because mm-hmm. I, I just, maybe that's my temperament. I look at the positives of it. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of the negatives of it too, but far more, ne- it's like a cost benefit analysis in my head. Mm-hmm. The negatives of what, what was, what was beforehand far outweighed the positives of, of, uh, of, of not having it. In other words, in the, in the, in the, 
terrain that everyone in, in the environment that everyone was in beforehand. It was just like, I have these skills. I'm funny. I'm this, I'm that I could do that. Where do you go? You go, no, you have to move to, you have to move to location based things and, and start doing all the dirty yeah. networky stuff you don't want to do. And it's just such, it was so much more of what you're talking about. So how are you going to you know? feel? I, I read, I read, I read a really interesting piece by Ben Thompson on stratechery.com mm -hmm. that basically predicted the end of the, of the content creator. Yeah. Um, and he explained that with the new, um, TikTok, um, layout of Instagram, uh -huh. which they rolled back, but like they'll, they'll, yeah, yeah. they'll just slowly roll it out now. Mm -hmm. Um, it, that's, it's, that's the end of social media and it's the beginning of recommendation media. Um, so it used mm -hmm. to be that they'll, these companies would serve you up content based on people that you know and things that you've liked that's like social this is now serving you up content not based on people you know or things you've liked but things that the artificial intelligence has concluded you will enjoy mm -hmm. so like but that is based on you and what you how you inter interface. Right, no, but that's not social it's not okay, it's yeah. not it's not based on your social connections okay like that was the big uh the big like uh illumination of facebook they invented social media and now social media I mean, it's a big admission of it. The social media giant, Facebook, has said we're changing our algorithm to no longer be based on social media. It's based on this recommendation media. Mm -hmm. And so what he explained was that at the very beginning, uh, your friends were creating the content. And, and then that gave rise to sort of like, like professional friends where, some, where that's like the era of the Kardashians where none of your friends can ever be as interesting as a Kardashian. Mm -hmm. So, so they, they were sort of like, they, they, they like rose to the top because they're the best friend anyone's going to have mm -hmm. in this new era of recommendation media. It's not, it's not the most interesting people. It's just the thing that you enjoy the most. So someone like Kim Kardashian can't really compete with like, some dude in in Ohio like kicking himself in the balls or something like it, it's no, the Kim Kardashian can never make anything as interesting as like the most viral TikTok can. Okay, she so so like that's why a lot of the influencers are like especially upset about this new like TikTok layout of Instagram. And he said the next step is going to be AI generated content where like those like AI generated art. Have you seen that like mm. on, on Joe Rogan where you yeah. can just say, paint me a picture of a cloud on a beach. <clears throat> Um, on Mars, and and it, it gives you that piece. It can do it with photos now. It's going to be able to do it with video soon. Where you well, you'll have I want to laugh. You'll, no, 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 no. As a content creator, you'll be able to say, "Give me a video of Steve Harvey licking the ass of an elephant." And okay, and, and and they'll give you that, and then you'll put that up on TikTok, right. and then probably eventually it'll be even the AI giving the ideas to the AI. Interesting. But anyway, so how would you feel about this whole ecosystem when the content creator this themselves are sort of like pushed out of it you're we're, asking me yeah yeah we're like we're like right now you're at a place where your stuff can surface better than the kardashians but how's it going to feel when something else can surface better than you can will you still sort of go to bat for it no robot can do gary v better than me. <laughs> um yeah i won't feel bad about it i'll tell you why i'll tell you why uh oftentimes these sort of doomsday like it's not, not doomsday. It's sort of like apocalyptic a little. No, not really. I think it's like a business, or evolution. It's a business case. Whatever he's, maybe he's not painting it apocalyptically or negatively, or is he? No, not at all. He, not he's just saying this is, this all right, is so the fair evolution enough. of the Fair tech. enough, the evolution. Yeah. Oftentimes, we forget that the fusion of 
human beings with AI or with uh, technology is somehow going to happen and technology will take over. And we forget about the fact that we've been doing it all along. Ever since we get into a truck that does something for us that, you know how like you've come across Elon Musk saying things like, actually the robots do this far better than humans do today and we use that. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes it's not that we get replaced, but that we become enhanced by a lot of these things mm -hmm. and these technologies. And that it's our integration with them that is the next thing. Not that we become fully replaced. It's, it's more that, for example, music producers, you know, the way you used to make music was, you know, you take an instrument, you know, in the orchestra days and a violin and you learn how to do it, which is in a sense is interfacing with technology. You're interfacing with the vibrations of materials. Fast forward to now, you are programming into a computer to tell the AI to do certain things. And basically in that programming and say electronic dance music, then the computer responds by doing things that you didn't necessarily create every, you know, and this is hard to explain how this works. Um, you know, in, in layman's terms, but the the sound generated by electronic dance producers when you're engineering stuff is oftentimes, a lot of times in the programming and the editing of the synthesizers and the virtual instruments that you're manipulating. Mm -hmm. And then it makes something. So is that the computer doing it or is that you doing it? Well, it's both. You're, you're interfacing with something and mm -hmm. then creating something new. That a sound, like when a Skrillex record comes out that never existed before, blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden you're like, what is that? Well, he messed with all... You would, like, if I was taking the article, you know, whole cloth, well, this is crazy because basically all he did was push a few buttons and then this created this sound. Well, it's no, it's the creators, human creators interfacing with technology that creates something. Right. So I just follow that all the way through and you could say, oh, AI is going to create a video. It's like, well, I told the AI what to do. Right. And then eventually I, someone designs the AI to interface with the other AI. Yeah. So maybe the creativity right. goes in there. So it's always evolving, and I'm okay with it. Right. I'm just never. I'm not that. I'm not that pessimistic I, I, about it. I'm I, bullish about I'm it. I'm just saying that that the platforms are sort of like they don't care about you or your success. They're not invested in you. They're 100%. only invested in what's going to get more eyeballs. And I make no illusions yeah, about any of that, yeah. which is why I'm on multiple okay, platforms. That's that's, that's I'm all I'm on saying. YouTube. I'm on TikTok. I'm on yeah. Rumble. <laughs> I am. What is that? The the <laughs> gay Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? They love Jordan. No, I am um, on that? Rumble, which is, is like the conservative. It's the conservative, like saying we don't censor here, you know. And all these people are going. To, they tried to get Joe Rogan an offer of a hundred million dollars, right, right, right. and it's it's unfortunately it's a really difficult app to use. So I barely use it. I occasionally throw a video up there just because. Yeah. But I learned in doing Gary Vee all these all this time, like you do learn a few things. You mm -hmm. pick up on the idea of like, don't get precious about the platform. Just yeah. get precious about the attention. Yeah. The attention moves everywhere. There was a time where. People would say, what do you mean you don't have a MySpace page? Are you crazy? And then we would have this same conversation in the 2000s. Dude, MySpace is not going to be around forever. What are musicians going to do then when all your fans on your mailing list for MySpace just have nowhere to go? So I'm just generally optimistic about the fact that this process mm -hmm. happens. Yeah. I don't get too precious about a particular platform. Mm -hmm. It disappears tomorrow. I love the fact that, you, that as creators, you have access to the attention of millions and millions of people, and that's the first thing you need to build anything, is attention. We're all after that first initial thing. Mm -hmm. And initially, all that attention was kept away from us. We could not access it once mm -hmm. upon a time. Pre-social media, pre-this pre beast, this behemoth, which is a double-edged sword and has negative consequences. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All the attention was guarded away, yeah. and you had to do way more in terms of exerting hours and yeah. sweat uh, and commitment in terms of going to casting calls and writing and submitting and going to the right person and taking a call as opposed to posting, posting some reels yeah. a couple times a week 
that could build the audience to the same exact yeah. degree that once upon a time it, it had to. I guess the if next, that's what you want. The next question really is is like is is all the negative side effects worth fifteen or thirty thousand dollars a year? I wonder. That a that's month. All, a month. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that sounds worth it. <laughs> First of all, that. I'm more audience driven than you are temperamentally. Yeah, Maybe that's yeah. the case too. I think so. I think, like, I think I, that's a big part. I'm of thirsty it. for that. That's a big part of it. You're you a can't even think about this without thinking what? about it in terms of that. What you can't even have this conversation really without thinking about audience. No, and, and also it turns an about what you want. I mean, you want to have a podcast, but none of the like drawbacks of doing it successfully I'm, I'm asking no like, no it's it's no that's that's not I'm, that's not what i'm saying at all i'm i'm saying that i was surprised i thought i was tapping into like a healthy ecosystem mm. and i think what i found over oh. the over the last year is it's not a healthy ecosystem and so so just knowing that yeah, like, yeah, yeah i mean I nothing is but like i i i'm i thought it was right i thought oh, it was. i did not okay maybe the way the way you hear the patreon success stories and all that oh like, totally. talk about it it's like uh no it's not i don't i don't like it i think for yeah, me i, I definitely came to that realization a long time ago yeah. in the fact that everything looks so glamorous mm-hmm. and then you uncover the hood of these things and man oh man oh man yeah. it's a difficult right not for the faint yeah. of heart road right. To, to be going down in entertainment and show business, which is what we're in doing this. It's like mm-hmm. we're providing a podcast for people and to watch and enjoy, and there's an entertainment value to it, so it's part of show business. But um, there's no business like show business. <laughs> it's the business of show. I'm just saying, it all looks glamorous to people. Like, oh, it looks like you guys are just chilling, having fun. Look at that. I guess that's just like you guys just like hang out. It's like, well, they didn't see everything behind this camera and then all the... Un- no, but that, that's not what I mean. I know, I, this is all healthy. I love setting up the lights and the audio and all that and figuring all that out. That's like learning. That's investing. That's growing. I'm just saying there are some parts of it of the work and sweat that you really like and then there's these other parts that no, are it's yucky not, to you. It's not the work. It's the... It's the psychology. Um, no, it's not the psychology. It's the... Um, I guess I don't know a better word than ecosystem, but um, it's the, the platforms that you have to appease right. in order to grow. Um, I didn't realize it was so, it would be such a nasty feeling I was left with. Uh-huh. Like, the, w- the way you hear Andrew Schultz talk about, like, how YouTube has liberated him and he put out his new special now. Uh-huh. And he's made, like, it's like, oh, this is awesome. This is, like, the future of creators. Like, YouTube is amazing. Instagram created his career. Like, like awesome Instagram, awesome TikTok, awesome YouTube. Like, let me be part of it. Right. I want that for myself. And it's like, like uh-huh. oh, like, I mean, it's I, the, the result was really awesome. Aw- awesome for him but like these platforms are not awesome they're they're like mostly sort of predatory on on the on the creators and like and i i just don't i I, i'm not left with an awesome feeling and even if we do become successful i still think i'm gonna i'm gonna have like oh like it's it's you have to be you have to be ready to like deal with like a lot of bullshit and like a lot of shitty feelings to Mm. like to get here like it's not this isn't like a healthy career the only thing i'm 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 calling you on is If you were to be able to like live on this off of this podcast and mm-hmm. do nothing else, all because of these it, platforms, it wouldn't change your perception. It of the wouldn't the, the the same way like you, you can kill yourself and become a really unhealthy, toxic person working at a law firm and and make a ton of money and have a really nice life. Mm-hmm. I I don't see it that differently anymore. It's like it's sort of this toxic thing you're engaging with in order to make money. Um, and like and and it's it's bet maybe it's better for you than being a lawyer, better for you than doing something else. But like it's not it's still pretty toxic. It's 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 pretty it's as toxic as 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 much of anything else. Mm. I'm fine. We can move on, yeah. but I still wanna I wanna identify 
this is interesting insight into you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, it's uniquely toxic, other than the fact that when I say the work, which is saying you do like, you're just saying what? That that you feel like a slave to the platforms, you have to please them? Only thing you really have to do is put things out. That's the first thing. No, see, I... I, I You have to be consistent. Most people forget that. And they use these platforms as a means to other things. But you're, but you're, but you end up creating things that you you end up cr- like like with the reels, for instance. Mm. If we really wanted to get more views, we would make a lot more Andrew Tate content. Like that's what Instagram's telling us. Like you put out one video, it got twenty five thousand views. You put out another, it got ten thousand views, and all your others sort of like not- stagnated around two thousand. They're telling you make more Andrew Tate content in the short term, but you're really telling the ultimate people who have grown audiences always say. And I used to not believe this. I used to believe that. I used to say, well, you gotta appease the beast and do what the with what you gotta please the masters and do what they're telling you. But that's a losing strategy, I think, in the long term. Because if mm-hmm. you're not gonna be true to yourself and do it. You'll lose the core base of people who like you for you. You might have one that pops off here and there, and then, yeah. if, but if eventually you become so tired of it, you're doing it for the wrong reason, or you're motivated by the thing, you'll lose everybody. And you say, okay, that one did well. We could do another one or not. We could just do what we think will resonate best, and like yeah. we control the quality. It's, it sounds like your issue yeah. is more of a psychological perception of it than the reality. I get, I'll, I'll accept that you're down about the creator economy, and it's sort of a wake up call, like yeah. whoa. Or a discovery, like pulling. What do you mean? The, it's a psychological perception. Like you're perceiving that, oh, we have to do what these platforms want us to do to make this work. And I'm uh, saying, no, you don't. I, I only think, thing you have to do is show up and and make stuff that. What do the platforms want? The platforms are imperfect. Yeah, they want. I, I, I don't. I, I don't design algorithms, yeah. so I don't like people using that word so freely. For me, I don't feel comfortable saying, "Well, the algorithm." I don't think about that that yeah. much. I, I I would be lying if I said I never think about it. But in general. Think about what the platforms want. They don't want to control us, the creators. Mm-hmm. They want people to stay on the, the platforms. Mm-hmm. They want the, that attention. So right. who's really the slave and who's really the master? Is it all the users out there that are the masters? Probably. If you think about it, if you, if yeah. I'm saying, when I say psychological perception, you could look at it that way. I'm the creator. I'm a slave to this platform. It tells me what works, what doesn't work, and I have to follow the, its lead. Mm-hmm. That's not so pleasant. It's not a really great strategy, I don't think, because... You're always going to be second-guessing yourself. Mm-hmm. The platform's saying, okay, we need people on this app. If the creators are making something that works, we're going to design an AI technology that informs what, what is working to the best of our ability so that we can get people on the app so yeah. that the ads can go there and that people can buy things, and it's a whole cyclical yeah. thing. Ultimately, they want people. So if you can get over, is as a creator, one can yeah. get over the idea of needing to please the platform, and as opposed to pleasing the people, you're actually pleasing the masters. I guess I th- that's I hear you. I, I guess those may- are the real masters. Maybe the whole thing just doesn't appeal to me and the way the things that I like doing. That's that's very possible. Mm-hmm. So it might just not be for me. Maybe maybe that's ultimately maybe that's the feeling I'm getting. As opposed ultimately. to a damning con- condemnation of the whole system. Uh. In other words, I think I I think what I said stands, but yeah, but yeah, and and maybe like what I'm just trying to say is I just don't like this. (laughs) Um, I want to have a podcast, um, and I want to make money, but yeah, maybe I just don't like the reels TikTok thing. I just don't like it. Um, And like after a year of doing something you don't like, you you're not left with a good feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or maybe that's the work. That's a part of the work. Um. There's little micro. Yeah, yeah, but I I thought it would be fun and fulfilling. I didn't think it would be yeah. like uh, like work in in the sense of like showing apartments as work. Like that that's what it feels Ugh. to me a little bit like. When like, you watch a reel that you like, you're like not proud of it. 
that you've made or I've made? Um, I, I like it. What I don't like is watching it a hundred times and yeah. then being sick of myself and, and being like, and but that's but that's part of the. That's what I'm saying. That's the side effect. It's a good drug, but you're like, oh. I don't, think it's, a, I don't, I don't think it's a bug. I think it's like a feature of the system. I think it's it's what it's designed to make you feel. I hate that part too. I just yeah. I I just I guess if I, everyone I, does it, then is it like a side effect or is it like if well, everyone watches things hundred times? If, if everybody has the same relationship to it, it's it's not a side effect. It's the thing itself. The product. Yeah. Yeah. The product is getting creators to watch themselves. But think about times. it from some. Let's say you're. It's hard to be so uh, objective here. You're watching Tim Dillon and you're watching an episode yeah. that you're enjoying. Is Tim Dillon sitting there afterwards like, man, that that video? Like you, you would be weirded out to think that he's thinking like that. He makes his show and he, he does his thing. He, I'm not saying he doesn't think about how he resonates yeah. with his audience, but he's not driven necessarily by the algorithm per se. And then you get somebody that sort of like maybe can make clips or produce things. I'm just saying if we're modeling what we're doing here after creators of, of yeah. things that we like. Um, I bet I bet I bet he he has some of the same feelings as we do. It's probably, yes, it's we a share a lot of the same feelings. But I'm just saying the idea of things being uncomfortable or like that left with that icky feeling of yeah. like, oh my god, I've watched this hundred. Like that's the part you really have isolated to me. Mm-hmm. Sounds like to me that's like the. The pill no, it's, it's no, it's it's not just that. I think it's it's the muscles in my brain, yeah, that I've been exercising mm-hmm. are not necessarily the muscles that I want. So so strengthened. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the and the trade off is when when I sit down to do something more like long form and imaginative, those muscles aren't as well trained. Like, outside of this, you outside mean? yeah, like sitting down to write a script or. Um, yeah, sitting down to write a script. Sure. The muscles. You're um, creatively. Drained. It's not. It's not so much like v- of a virtuous cycle. We're yeah. like, oh, I'll do. Uh, I'll do a reel, and that'll get me in shape to write the script. It's like I'll do the reel, and then I'll actually be sort of like off with the script because like it's not the right frame of mind to be. Mm. In. Like I think I think that's part of it also. You know, ideally, ideally, like in a long game sort of way, things grow enough, and you make a podcast. And then you ship it off to some guy who yeah, can that, chop that, it up for that's you. That's what I would look forward to. I don't love every aspect of everything I have to do. And this is a product yeah. of like, you know, small being so lean. Yeah. We're a small mom and pop shop, yeah. including the stuff I do outside of this. It's like having to do everything yourself sucks. And eventually you build up to the point where you can offload the things that are the least enjoyable parts of it. Yeah. And whatever. And have somebody chop things up. But anyway. Yeah. That's a fair check-in. Anything you like yeah. about Buckle Up? <laughs> <laughs> I like the couch. Yeah, it's a good couch. New couch. It's a good couch. Yeah. We got a new thing. I, I'm excited. Yeah. Well, maybe we could just shift a little bit. Yeah. Anything you're looking forward to in the next phase of Buckle Up? We've now come up about a, about a year anniversary. Yeah. It's about a year. or September. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing this a year, and that was a pretty damning conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, again, it wasn't about having a podcast. Yeah. It was about it was about what you need to do to grow the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that I it's not about having a podcast. Um, yeah, what I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to shedding the need for some kind of thesis or like theory about like Jews and and creative work and all that. Like, I'm looking forward to sort of like not having a reason to exist and just having interesting conversations with people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, sure. I'm sick of sort of like defending the podcast to people. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. I want to I, I, explain that to me. Like, I mean, I, I just have a lot of conversations of like, you know, what do you mean that it's hard for Jews to come from pri- <laughs> for you to come from privilege and do creative work? Wouldn't it be easier? And like, and just sort of like working through that hypothesis with mm-hmm. people off the podcast. Yeah. 
I, I'm just sort of like, I wish we could just sort of like be like, we're just two guys having a conversation. We don't really have like a reason for existing. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't have a point we're trying to make. Right. I'm excited to not have a point we're trying to make. I feel like we've had no point for the, for the past year, but you're saying you want to double down on that. I, I yeah. don't, I don't feel so agenda driven. It's only when people like ask, we only talk about the things we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about you? <laughs> I I look for. I think phase one is all about proving to yourself, proving to ourselves that we could do one, uh-huh. which we did. Yeah. Episode forty. We're yeah. a year in. I feel like we should be at like a hundred though. That's the thing. You can't even handle forty. You're <laughs> miserable. Feels like. Don't you think? Oh, for the amount of times it sounds done like, that, I feel a, like we've done it more than forty times. Hundred percent. But that's all. We have done forty episodes. Yeah. If you think about that weekly, that's. 40 weeks out of a year with a couple of missed weeks. Yeah. 40 episodes. Yeah. You know? And uh, <laughs> we have to prove to ourselves that we could do it. Yeah. Which we did. That alone was the first mission. Mm-hmm. It was accomplished. The fact that you're miserable as a result of it does not concern me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does trouble me a little bit, but uh, we can talk about that off the record, yeah. I guess. Uh, we've, we've exhausted the subject. I think so, too. I think ideally you'd love to walk into a nice, beautiful studio set up by several other producers, sit down, have a schmooze, and leave. And then it goes out into the world. <laughs> um, Audio only. <laughs> or is that not it? Because we're about to go back into it. Yes, I know. No, yeah, let's, let's not get back into it. Okay. But, um, um, but uh, I'm excited for phase two, mm-hmm. which is like production quality improvement. All the things you could put into it that you shouldn't do right away. Because if you can't get through phase one of proving to yourself you can do it, then everything you'll put into phase two, to me, mm-hmm. like resources, equipment, is a waste of money. And you'll be stuck with all the stuff you never used and it will collect dust. But I do feel ready for that. Adding slightly better camera, better studio setup, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that sort of, to me, wills it into a higher profile situation. But more, more guests, interesting guests to talk to. As our networks expand, getting some of those people we've encountered through having this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, are you? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm. I'm at. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's my, my next thing. Like putting putting some stuff into it that would make it like elevated a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do we do that? We need we need. We sponsors. made a guest list. Yeah. We just need, I'm not even talking about, I mean, we could use the iPhones, but we have, you know, yeah. but those are little, I think by the end of the, if we go another round, by the end of it, we'd have those things just to get that shot right. Yeah. And then we'd be at another. A big another... Stoics piece by Gabe Weiss would be really nice here. Maybe he could donate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, or we could buy it. Um, I'm going to paint this wall. Maybe we'll set up a, uh, a Studio B by your place. Yeah. Whatever it may take, like, and thinking about it like that mm-hmm. uh, and treating it with a little bit of a standard or whatever because the first thing is just kind of development seeing if you could do it and get through it and all mm-hmm. of those things that's what i'm excited about mm-hmm. um but anyway this was just a good kickoff point was there anything else you wanted to cover we basically just spoke about the podcast yeah. itself for a long time i don't time. know if we have to put this one out <laughs> we could. no i'm joking i think i think this stuff is interesting because i think a lot of people yeah also look at us and are like oh that must be fun mm. like there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it I agree. Yeah. On like not just physically, but like emotionally and mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, any other yeah. hot topics, hot takes? I don't know. I've, I've been really been taking a break from like a lot of the content I was consuming. 
Um, I've really been watching like Breaking Points. I've been watching like podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. I missed like the Louis C.K. tour. I sort of like he like when he was like a guest on every yes. podcast. You normally would have consumed all of that. Yeah, I would have watched like every single one yeah. or listened to every single one. I didn't really do that. Mm-hmm. I did watch him on Joe Rogan though, which was pretty awesome. I did watch a little bit of that too. Do you a think, good chunk. Do you think beforehand he says we can talk about everything except for me jerking off in front of my employees? It didn't come up once, right? Not in anything I've listened to. It's possible. I listened to him like on two or three episodes. Yeah. I, I do love it. I love it so much. I love it too much. <laughs> I mean, he said, do you like making film? I love it so much. Like, too much. It's possible he said, look, we can talk about anything. I just don't want to talk about that. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. The fact that it didn't come up once in natural, normal yeah. conversation. But then I could also see amongst, it's rude to ask that. Like, at what point does that come up? Unless it's such a big said, thing and yeah. that he waited to have Louis on for so long. Yeah. And there's been enough time. He's addressed the issues in a special. What did, so maybe he just said to Joe, my only thing is, yeah. let's just not talk about that. Because I want to talk about this movie with Joe List. Right. And I don't want the whole podcast, like, clips about this episode to be this. Did you listen to the whole episode with him? No. no. Joe List was really interesting on it. Yeah. He did the thing that uh, Dr. Benji Epstein did on Duncan Trussell's podcast. I didn't see. Oh. I mean, just very, like, self-deprecatory. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm actually, like, I'm not nervous now. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, am I ruining this? Should I even be here? Like, <laughs> do you guys want me here? If yeah. I go for a bathroom break, will it matter? And uh, it was it was an interesting, like, choice to make. If to it was, play it that if way, it was I don't conscious. know. Yeah, it was, like, a little bit, like, Joe and Joe Rogan and Louis K were both like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you making this weird? Right, but he was making them laugh, I think. Towards the end, towards yeah. the beginning, it, it, it really was like, you should just have Louis C.K. on. This like is, would be more interesting. He went to the bathroom, and it was the best part of the podcast, oh, Joe. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> and, and like, um, But I would do that if I went on Joe Rogan, but he's like a professional comic. He's, he's like, like um, I'm Joe, surprised. Joe is this 40 years old. He's mm-hmm. been in the game a long time, and he's just now sitting with like these giants. He's, he's never been on Rogan before. I don't think so. Oh, I thought he had like a little bit of like a history. And I think he's naturally anxious. Uh-huh. He's talked about it. his whole thing is about anxiety. Yeah, and he's nervous. Like mm-hmm. you don't assume that because like they talk and it seems very calm and relaxed and everybody's good, but he might have been legitimately nervous. Yeah, like I'm- yeah, but yeah, but he's someone who gets. He's professionally nervous and performs like that's his that's his what vocation. I, what can I tell you? I don't know. It's interesting. Um, what would you do? I mean, if if you would you be? I mean, because also so Doctor Epstein, Benji Epstein does this on Duncan Duncan Trussell. He's also who like Doctor Benji Epstein. He is a rabbi mm-hmm. and a PhD in psych psychology mm-hmm. and he does ketamine assisted therapy now. Mm-hmm. He's he's a rabbi that works in the summer camps and like pe- people know him. Oh, do you I, know him. I know him. Or you've heard of him. Yeah. He's he's a, a co- he's a friend okay. of a friend of ours. Is he a Levite Je- uh Yeah, okay. Levi Je- at Levi He Jester. was at Duncan Trussell's podcast. So he talks like this, a, Joe. A, yeah, a year ago, oh. he was the he was the Jewish guy on Duncan Trussell's oh, podcast. Wow. And you're you're yeah, like, I know Benji. <laughs> you're like, oh my god, that's awesome. But but he went on and did what I would do, which is like like oh like I don't know what I'm talking about. You should have someone on who really knows what they're talking uh. about. And like he, he qualified everything with like, right. I'm not the guy. I don't know this. I don't know that. Here, like, and he qualified everything, and I was just like, "Like, you're awesome. Just own it. Own that you're here." Yeah. And then he came on again this year, and I was like, "All right, this time you're like, you've had a year." And again, he like he did the same thing, and I'm, right. and I'm just like, I completely get that, and I would do the same thing. But I guess I hope I would. Someone else would make a different decision. I don't, I don't know. know if you would do that. I don't know if you'd keep self-deprecating yourself. I wonder, or or, or be so vocal about your imposter syndrome. No. Like, 
I don't know if you would. My, yeah. my guess is you would just have a conversation and, and do the best you could do. Maybe. That's what I would do, I guess. Yeah. You can't control how you feel in a certain scenario sometimes yeah. you just feel a certain way. Right. Um, it, it, it's I so... tend to not self-deprecate in those scenarios. I, I'm just like... No, I, just, I don't think you would. Yeah, I don't think I would. I don't think... Yeah. You, maybe you would. I don't know. You, you, I don't know. <laughs> Let's get on Rogan and find out. I wonder, too. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Good story. This camera, that camera. Yeah. That's Buckle Up Episode 40, Season 2, Kickoff. Stay tuned for episode 41. We have some special guests coming up. It yeah. should be cool. Yeah, we got a good good lineup. Good lineup. Yeah. Good lineup. Good lineup, folks. And a new couch. <laughs> Buckle up, baby. Buckle up, baby.